and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name's Chinsi and we are coming to you live at the very centre of Storm Dennis. But, 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 for your patience on that one that was uh, a minute and a half who's joining me today and making their way through storm dennis hello it's me alice and i'm back welcome back alice it's been a while yeah what what have you been doing whilst um, you've been away um, oh, you wouldn't believe it mm-hmm. i got trapped in a library again yeah Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Um. I was trying to save it from the local council. This time it was Sad Javid. Sad Sad Javid. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah, yeah. He was him. trying to trying to close the um, library in his constituency, and I got locked in. And yeah, had to uh, eat loads of books. This is very similar to the last time you um uh were away from the show for a while yeah in fact it's pretty much the same thing all you've done is change the names because the previous one it was um the uh, lib dems wasn't it like, no it was uh... reese mogg oh that's right reese mogg reese mogg so mm-hmm. it's he's moved into your constituency now yeah uh, no i've moved into his constituency oh, well oh god okay i was i was trapped there but now i'm i'm back back in uh how did you get out i um i read a book about how to escape a library uh and then i ate it and thus absorbing the knowledge into was that what he said in the book you gotta read this book to get out of life yeah it was a magical book it's a magical library okay this was a magical library yeah but not the previous one that you were yeah no that was also magical. okay so you were trying to save these two magical libraries um but you got locked into them and yeah. you ended up eating all the books in the magical library. So that's two magical libraries you've eaten that you tried to save. But arguably, if you ate all the books and you've damaged the library, yeah, you're no, repair. No, no, I think that's that's the point I'm making well, here. Okay. <laughs> um, I won't say your name because uh, uh, you've got to introduce um, yourself. But. Well, okay, look, if I'm truly and brutally honest, mm-hmm. um, the first time gave me a taste for books. Uh, I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. what we like to call within... Uh, our community, uh, the awakening. 
mm-hmm. when some when you, you are confronted with an experience that awakens something within your own like a personal like mm-hmm. uh, experience. For you, it was books. For me, it was a screening of the movie Every Which Way But Loose, starring Clint Eastwood and Floyd the Orangutan. Uh, very, very good film. But um, yeah. That's, like yeah I, I, said, I read the book. Well, I ate the book. You ate the book every which way? I didn't even know mm, there was a mm. book. Yeah, wow. yeah. Well, how did how do they... It's it's a lot more erotic than the film. Wait a second. Because the film wasn't that erotic at all. Uh... Yeah, let's just say there's a lot of cunnilingus. What? Oh my God. Ooh, wow. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me that all this time I've been spending writing my fan fiction about Clint Eastwood eating out an orangutan. There was actually already a book in which Clint Eastwood eats out an orangutan. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Um, and then the orangutan eats out um, a gorilla as well. Well, that's just disgusting. That's just gross. That, wait, well, you just, you I, just I, give it a go. Just give it a go, Chin. I'm, uh, just saying, I'm not going to. Don't judge a book by its cover. That was so wrong. I was like, I was rock hard a few seconds ago, and now gross. I'm just like. Well, what's so gross about that? What's so gross about that? It just means that, like, I'm I'm a healthy young man, and I'm really into this story. That's all. Um, but you had to ruin it by introducing a gorilla, which is yeah. And then wrong. the gorilla gives a blowjob to Clint Eastwood. Oh god! They're doing it like in a triangle. What? This has just ruined it. And the, the, my, to be honest, my favorite bit is when um, the gorilla says. Sit on my face. Oh, I think I'm going to be sick. Oh, gorillas ruin everything. Mm. Oh, I want to stop talking to you now. There's other people in the room. I'm really sorry to my guests that had to listen to that disgusting story of a gorilla doing things to Clint Eastwood. That's just so disgusting. Who's joining me in the room today? Right, it's me. It's Lenny London. Oh, Lenny, you sound a bit under the weather. Well, it's, it's not been a good couple of weeks, if I'm honest. <sighs> I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know why. You killed your husband? Well, no, it was that was fine. I was fine with that. Oh, okay. It was the fact that my husband then revealed that he was been married to a woman for 26 years. <laughs> oh. And that he was gay as well, which I found <laughs> disgusting. Okay. Wow, okay. Wow. Um, How did you... I mean, you found out. I take it the way that we all found out. I did it. Yeah, it came up on my phone. Who's your Who's your husband? Well, my husband was Philip Schofield, <laughs> but I killed him because he was a threat to the Queen. And now it turns out he's a gay man who's been married to a woman for twenty six years. I have to Got say, two children. I have to say, it was a bit of a. Um, I felt that the newspaper like buried the lead in that one because like um, the ghost of Philip Schofield came and said, "I'm gay." Well, and that's what happens with ghosts these <laughs> they days. They just come back and well, they no come one out. Can tell. Nobody can Anyone tell the ghost. You know, could be dead. There might be a ghost. You wouldn't realize. I didn't. Oh, jeez. Okay. So you're telling me that like the world still doesn't know that Philip Schofield is dead? No, they don't. Okay. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Philip Schofield is actually dead. And I think like you all need to sort of like uh, ask some searching questions about what you witnessed on TV. Yeah, well, you know, like, you know, like Orson Welles came back from being dead. Like yeah, yeah, he was on the that. show. He was on the show. Yeah, yeah he kind of uh, just decided to stop being dead. 
Because the thing that he was dead about, you know, Daniel often came back from being dead. That's right. He... The thing that made him dead was no longer a problem. Well, yeah, technically, what he did was he unsuicided. I believe is the actual like scientific <laughs> reverse, term. Reverse yeah, he suicide. reverse suicided uh, and came back because Yamas was taking card payments again. <laughs> and fair enough, fair enough, I say. Uh, Lenny, I know this is a tough time for you yeah, right now, up, but I'm off the wagon a bit. Yeah, I mean. You, you you look a little bit pallid and you sound a bit under the weather. And... Well, yeah, it's so true. It's a, yeah, I've been eating, stop been eating beef, obviously. Of course, of course. I've started eating veal exclusively. Wow. Which is what the evil beef eaters eat. What? Is... So I've gotten to the <laughs> evil side. So you're beef. basically saying right out front that you're evil now. <laughs> yeah, I'm evil. Okay, <laughs> what a weird way to say that you're evil. Just roundabout. You can just say you're evil. You don't have to explain the rules of how evil works. I understand how evil works. I've still got all my old beefies of powers, but now I've got special evil beefy powers. <laughs> oh, let's, we'll dig into these. We'll dig into these. <laughs> I have these. a question. Okay, Why okay. didn't you become evil before then if you get extra powers? Well, because it means now I'm opposed to the queen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. Oh, yeah. We're all Republicans here. Yeah. The good Republicans, not the bad Republicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, are, you, are you fit to continue? Are you fit to? Yeah, discuss? I'll be all right. All yeah. right, all right. I'm um, just let me know if the conversation gets a bit too intense today, yeah, and I'll, 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 we'll tap out. Okay. We also have a very special guest um, coming back onto the program. Um, what an honor it is to have once again a rock legend. Uh, I, 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 he should. He doesn't have to introduce himself because, frankly, he needs no introduction. And let's carry on with the show. <laughs> Everybody, today we are discussing Orlando by Virginia Woolf. What did we think about this book? Have you ever read this book before? What are your preconceptions about it? Are you a fan of Virginia Woolf? Rock no. legend? No, not really. Okay. Was I, was I allowed to speak back then? I wasn't sure. <laughs> no, no, of course you're... You were you're... giving me the side eye, but I wasn't sure if it's just because I'm beside you. Well, no, no, no. Everybody is allowed to speak. This is a book club, after all. We talk about books. I mean, like... All right. I mean, okay, maybe I should introduce you then. This is... How's you going to announce me? You said you were going to announce me. So I'm a bit tired. I've just been drinking Red Bull for the last seven days. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I, I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to introduce you. Please, please, everybody, make some wait, noise. Wait, wait, I need to get ready. Okay, all right. get my hair cut. Okay. <laughs> Gonna go get a haircut and then I'll be back and then uh, okay, just all one right. minute, just one it's minute. Very unorthodox. What, one minute haircut. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm not, well, it's not a very precise haircut. Okay. All right. I'm just gonna lop a clop off the front. A clop. Yeah. Okay. All right. That sounds technical. Just give me sixty seconds. Okay. All right. Well, whilst we're sixty seconds, I want sixty seconds of pure silence. <laughs> well, I can't do that. I can't do that. Lenny, oh, Lenny, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? All right, I've, I've just been through it. I'm now evil. Okay. And, oh, yeah. Hold on a second. Do you know each other? Yeah, because oh, yeah, he, uh, yeah. you know, when the Beatles met the Queen. Oh, right. You were there. Well, I wasn't there originally, but now I've aged back in time. No, no, I was talking to Ebenezer. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm surprised he was there. Well, I mean, like, had you? were you still with the band at that point in their career? Oh, yeah. Well, but, you know, I'm, I'm always with the band. The band comes first. So did Even you... when no one else will let it be first. I'll oh, that's one of your it. songs? That's one of your songs. Well, it's not your song, but it's well, one actually, of Well, actually, I gave them that one, too. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, wait, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. So they met the Queen because they were receiving a uh, an MBE, if I remember correctly. Did you get an MBE as well? They let me drive the car there. 
So you, that'd be uh, I was there in she, the car. Okay. Opening and closing the doors. So you didn't actually meet the queen. Well, I did, but I was polishing the gemstones in a hat. <laughs> so wait, you were polish you were polishing the crown. Yeah, I was polishing the, the gold and the golden, the sapphires, the rubies. So you drove the Beatles to Buckingham Palace, <laughs> and then you, after you let them out, the Queen said, "Here you go, take care of that and clean it up for me." Well, I was wearing a tuxedo, you see. <laughs> so I guess she thought I was one of the staff. Oh, I ended up. Well, I was too. I was too nervous to say I. I don't work here, so I ended up working there for another six years. This That's how true. we got to know each other. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. Fair enough. Fair enough. We get bumping into each other on the staircase. Well, yeah, I'm very wide, so people tend to. You are pretty wide. You are pretty wide. Um. Well, it's what a weird connection. Um. I. For those of you who are not familiar with the person speaking, um, it is Ebenezer Scrooge, spelt with a K, uh, <laughs> the fifth Beatle, um, coming back on the show to share more of his Beatley knowledge and rock history. Although, last time you were on, we did dedicate most of the episode to talking about your personal history, uh, Ebenezer. And as much as I love having you on the show i don't think we can have much time to just explore the lore of the beatles because we do kind of need to talk about a book is that all right well, i've been drinking lots of red bull mm-hmm. so i'm perfectly happy with that if you know what i mean that's that's fine no but... i don't know what you mean <laughs> oh alice how are you doing i'm mate? good how are you i'm all right how's it how's the kids um i ate them <laughs> oh are you evil too what a what a terrible way yeah. to find out that Alice has kids and she ate them. Oh, oh, that's a that's bloody awful. Would you uh, like a can of Red Bull? Yeah, thanks. I drive a Red Bull car now, you see. <laughs> oh, ex- how extreme! Who you drive the Red Bull car for? A Red Bull. Oh right, so a Formula One car. Yes, yeah, a Red Bull car. It, do you want to explain <laughs> why you're emphasising it like that? It's a Red Bull car. Okay. Yeah, I'm not it's like a, it's like a car that's shaped like a bull. Like you know that bull that that plaza in uh in uh, New York. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Bull. It's like one of them, but it's red, and it's a. It's got wheels on its feet, and then on the top, I I can sit there and ride it with a little rope that I can lift up and down, and then on the, in the back of the trunk, it's got lots of cans of red bull. Okay, are you affiliated with the Red Bull Company at all? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I just wanted to check. I, I invented the drink. Right. Okay. So, really, I thought, that's why they let I, me I drive the car. I thought a Thai man invented the drink. Yeah, I'm Thai. You're Thai. I'm Thai. Okay. Really? Yeah, I'm of Thai descent. Okay. 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 I can see. I can see it now. I guess. Um. Wow, what an unexpected and prolonged plug for Red Bull, the energy drink on Faking Lights. Um, let's let's can we can we focus on the book, please? Um, and also, actually, no, no. Before before we actually focus on Orlando, I feel like I'm uh, ignoring something important here. Um, Alice, you had kids and you ate them. Why did you do that? Oh, sorry. It's funny uh, that you didn't ask every, that question before. Every, no, 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 no. I think I'm just. There's a bit of confusion there. Mm-hmm. Everything that I make is like a child to me. Okay. So basically every meal is like a baby. Ah. Uh, has this ever led to some unfortunate confusion like 
what just happened here. Oh yeah, all the time. So you keep referring to things as your children, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so yep. yeah, like you know the phrase like "kill your babies." Yeah, yeah. I, I really, yeah. really think that that's like super important in okay. life. Okay. Have you? Ever... Oh, and I also ate my kids. Okay, okay. Yeah. Has there ever biological been... kids or adopted? Both. Oh gosh, that's really Why bad. Did you do... uh, were you really hungry? Yeah. Why does that make it worse? They were both biological and adopted. Well, because one tastes better than the other, I assume. One of them is more tasty than the other. Biological. Yeah, the biological ones. It's kind of like, I guess, to use an analogy, it'd be like eating your own bogeys, wouldn't it? Hold on. And if it was adopted, it'd be like eating somebody else's bogeys, which is gross. I'm using kids as in the um, the term for a baby goat. Oh, so like biological baby, so biological baby goat. Yeah. yeah, it's like um, you know, when you do your washing and you have bio and non-bio. Yeah, yeah. So this is a Fair. goat that you can wash, and it's not good. It's not bad for the environment. <laughs> yeah, it just gets rid of stains better. Okay, all right, that's, that makes sense to me. Yeah, that I made a very nice goat curry. Yeah. Uh, do you ever get like uh, uh, um, uh, confused when people use the phrase "I'm just going to drop the kids off at the pool"? No, no, no. I know what that means. I eat that too. <laughs> okay. Excuse me? We need to interrogate this further. I need further. another can of Red Bull to digest <laughs> that one. Yeah, um, so when you... <laughs> I'm off to drop the kids off the pool and then you sort of lick your lips and pat your stomach. And people say like, do you know what that term actually what means? Mean? Yeah. Ask Chin. I don't care. He tells me. I just want to know. It means going number two. Does it? Yeah, dropping the kids off at the pool. That's oh. uh, my favourite dish at my favourite Chinese restaurant, number two. <laughs> the number two. Me too. Was that the, uh, the spicy pearl cracker? No, it's the beef. Oh. <laughs> nice. I can't have any more because I only eat veal because I'm evil now. Wouldn't that be bad if you went to the Chinese restaurant and said, I'll have a number two, please. And they actually just served you a plate of poo. That would be bad. That, that would, be... would not be bad. <laughs> I'm not waiting for you. For the record, I think it would be bad. <laughs> It would be awful. What record is this for? It'd be ideal. Uh, just the 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 record that the record keepers keep to keep. Oh, yeah, Guinness. Oh, Guinness. Hello, Guinness. Um, for the Hello, record, Guinness, I got served a plate of poo. Is there a record for that? Is there a record for that? Do I, I get just, a medal? Just thought I'd call you up. I, yeah, I thought maybe. Yeah, yeah, it is the same person from the last week. Yeah, funny you should ask. <laughs> I thought maybe you were announcing a new uh, Beatles record. Oh, yeah. uh, that's true. We have got a couple in the, in the chamber. That's right. That would be also a good Beatles record. Just for the record, that's <laughs> a song about me eating a plate of poo in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> it was me and Paul. We're sitting round the table. Then we asked them to bring us some vegan fables. <laughs> oh, well, I'll give you the rest of it and then we get to the end. Oh, okay. Hmm. He, I noticed that he deliberately withheld on like revealing that they eat poo in the end. No, no the first two lines. A metaphor, <laughs> okay, all right. I thought it was just like teasing us with the um, details of what's going to happen. Can we get once. going? I'm yes, let's, 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 let's just get onto Orlando. 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 Out of energy all over here. What did you? What did you? What do you know about Virginia Woolf? Ovens. She, she lived with her sister. Uh huh. For a while in Bloomsbury. Right, right. Her sister was a painter. Right, 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 right. right. In Bloomsbury, which is just up the road, not to mm-hmm. reveal the secret location of Faking Light. He was a member of the Anti-Queen Gang. 
the anti Queen gang. Yeah, that's what they. Okay, okay. Was this the Queen, the band, or Queen? Yeah, we hate Queen, the band. Uh huh. We hate. Yeah, the anti Queen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You try to think of more examples of what Queen like. Yeah. Would be. So Queen the band and the Queen. We hate overly flamboyant gay men. Oh no, that's yeah. Not... Well, that's why I became evil because uh, in reaction to my husband uh, becoming the... married. To... He wasn't that flamboyant. <laughs> he was. Well, he's become very flamboyant now. Oh, now that he's dead. <laughs> no, he's dead. Okay, all right. No, now he's, he's decided a ghost. to stop yeah. being dead. Now that he's a ghost. Um, um, wait, 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 wait. So you're saying to me that like this anti-queen movement dates back to the time of Virginia Woolf? Well, it didn't originally, but I've aged backwards enough course, years, so now it does. For the uh, listeners at home who are not familiar with this convoluted backstory, uh, Lenny ages backwards. Yeah. And forwards at the same time. And forwards at the same time. Yeah, no, this is... Oh, this is interesting. Maybe you have... Did you feel like a kinship with um the titular character of Orlando? Um, Orlando I did, being, I did, yeah. yeah massive or, kinship. Orlando uh, lives for 300 years, although he doesn't age backwards so much as he does it the normal way. Well, I, I would have preferred... I was going to keep this for the notes section. Right, right, I would right, have preferured right. if he had aged backwards, actually. Oh, interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll dig more into that, um, uh, Evil Lenny, uh, later. Um, but, yeah, so we've got one person who's functionally a Mortal, and we've got a person here who's well. How old are you, uh, uh, Ebenezer? Not that I want to get into it. But well, you're... a lady doesn't say. <laughs> what? Gentlemen never tell. Sorry, sorry. Secrets. Did you say a lady doesn't say? Oh, I don't really, really specify. But I, I don't think I should. I don't, I don't have to tell you that, do I? Well, Alice, do I have to tell have that? To. I yes. guess it's... Oh, okay. <laughs> Alice All right. is my lawyer. I asked Alice to come in and be my lawyer for this show, but she's not done a very good job. Are you sure that really? Okay. Yeah, it's, um, um, it's weird when your lawyer tells you she's eating kids. It's not, it's not great. Yeah, yeah. It's not great. Yeah. Well, I guess but he's I'm paid about, me now. So. I'm about 112. Oh, oh, that's oh, very old. Yeah. That's, that's I don't look old. a day over 75. No, you don't. So you were the oldest member of the Beatles by some margin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I raised them. <laughs> okay, so you were their father? Oh, their nanny. Their nanny? Yeah. Oh, nannies don't really what? raise kids. <laughs> you so. were all of their nannies at the same time. Oh, yeah. So you'd go from out. Because they I didn't know to... each other before they were about 18. No, but I would, I would pick them up independently from school. Luckily, they went, all went to different schools. And they all their schools ended at different times, so I could get round to get each one. I actually introduced them. <laughs> you produced the kids, as in you no, produced I the Beatles, as in the, in the studio. I introduced you, excuse me, excuse oh, me, oh, sorry, excuse sorry, me, sorry. excuse me. Don't talk to my client like should that. I shut oh, up? I'm really sorry. Fuck, should I shut up? No, no. <laughs> God, did, you, did you also raise Pete Best? Yeah, yeah. And Stuart Sutcliffe. Yeah. Wow. How about Peter Sutcliffe? Uh. Peter Sutcliffe, I think. I don't remember him. I think that was... No. <laughs> Fair enough. It's very evasive. That's a very evasive uh, answer there. Ooh. Uh, oh. Um, so I apologise for the noise in the background, listener. We, Like I said, we are recording to you in the middle of Storm Dennis. What's going uh, on out there? It's pretty. It's coming down quite hard. It's uh, like a blowing, gusty force of wind out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's... I, I, Pretty sure I saw a cat like blow past my window a few seconds ago. But, well, uh, the, well, oh, no, the... that was my new evil familiar cat. Oh, okay. You're like a witch. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the extra powers I'll get. I'll get a flying cat. <laughs> What's that's the cat not really a power, though, that you get. It's just a thing that you get. It's not power. 
That's a power. The cat flies, you don't. Like, yeah, what's... but I, I sustain its energy. Uh, okay, fair enough. What's, you what's, it, what's called? it called? It's called uh, Christina Camden. <laughs> well, okay, alright. That's, that's, that's a decent name. How do you spell Christina? Uh, Chris and then Tina. C-H-R or K? Uh, K. And nice. then it's the Camden with a K as well? No. Hmm. <laughs> so it's only <laughs> alliterative in sound. I'm not, ple- I'm not pleased with that name. Well, I'm fucking sorry, alright? Whoa! Whoa. Whoa, he's he is evil. Up. He is evil now. <laughs> I would have gone for, like, Cassandra Camden. Yeah. Well, well, I didn't get to choose. Yeah. Well, oh, cat's name did she is name what herself? the cat's name is, I think. If we get a cat, can we call it what we want? What do you mean, we get a cat? Are you a couple now? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, what happened to Barbara? And what happened to Dan? <laughs> you want to go first? Dan, Dan didn't like the smell of my breath. And so he suicided again. <laughs> he did. Oh, no. Well, that's all right. If you brush your teeth, I assume he'll come back to life. <laughs> yeah, but I brush my, I, you don't, I brush my so teeth. So you, basically, you don't want to brush your teeth. Is that what no, you're no, saying? No, 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 no. I brush my teeth You'd rather have my s- kids. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's the problem. You so brush your teeth with your kids. Yeah, tell. no. The kids that you drop off at the pool, right? Yes. Yeah. So, basically, Dan will never come back to life until you stop brushing your teeth with your kids. And that's how I wanted to say. Oh, God. That's so sad. Oh, what man. happened to Barbara? Oh, oh she... I used to really like you. Yeah, she's a lovely lady. Um, basically, Paul decided he wanted someone to clean his swimming pool. And, uh... I was drinking so many Red Bulls that I couldn't... My hands were shaking so much that she basically said, I can't do it anymore. I've got to go in and swim, cool the swimming pool. i got to go and clean the swimming pool for you. And uh, she went in the swimming pool and she got trapped. Oh, all you have to do is eat the swimming pool and you'll be able to get out. I don't know if eating means what you think it means, Alice. Alice, she's stuck in the swimming pool. And she's swimming backwards and forth, and and I remember that I forgot to put the 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 steps back in, so there's oh, no steps no. to get out of the swimming pool. She and, died like a Sims character. But I ran out of Red Bull as I remembered that, so I had to go back into the car, and then the car drove me here. And then I met Alice at the door. Wait, so this happened in the past hour 35 minutes okay all she's right. still in the swimming pool right now in the gale force winds outside wow okay and also your your car drove you here yeah yeah is it a self-driving car the red bull car <laughs> so it's like a sentient bull that drives oh, yeah. itself okay well i'm I, i'm really amazed by the progress you've made in moving on from the passing of your <laughs> the unfortunate passing of your wife she's not dead She's still in a swimming pool swimming around. So she can can't get out for more than thirty-five minutes for God's sake. So the reason for your relationship with Barbara ending is because she couldn't get out of the pool within thirty-five minutes. I don't know, that's what I said, isn't it? Okay, I just wanted to check that's what was the reason. Look, look, Chin, you ask us questions and then you basically just repeat it back to us. I am just trying to get them. You seemingly get irritated at how simple our lives are. I'm sorry that we can't all be shooby-dooby insurance men like you. I'm not an insurance man. I'm not in the insurance game. I am a book guy. I'm a book guy. Um, How deep is the swimming pool? 
Thank you. Oh, at least thirty-five <laughs> meters deep. It's one of those. It's one of those ones you do scuba diving training in. It's drilled down to the core of the earth. It's boiling. I mean, this is a very interesting connection that you've made with Alice, who has recently lost her uh, her boyfriend Dan uh, because of her breath. Um, <laughs> And both of you seem to have found each other in a really weird time in your lives. How long ago did um Dan um shuffle up this mortal coil? Um, ten a.m. this morning. Wow, oh, people dear. move fast these days. People mm. really move mm. fast. We, met, we saw it on, on the news. <laughs> it was on the news. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, famous podcaster Dan Often. Famous tall podcaster Dan Often suicides. Yeah. Yamas could not be reached for comment. Well, you know, they're very upset. He was their number one customer. Yeah. Um, as as are we all? Uh, what a weird way to find out that a member of your uh, beloved podcast family has just suddenly expired on the podcast itself, like matter of factly recited by their partner who's sure. moved on. Should we talk about the book? Yeah, I, I came like... here to talk about the book and conspire to kill the queen. I... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, we'll get onto that second part. But like, yes, let's try and deal with the um. Uh, grieving process. I, if I believe Dan would want us to talk about, it is what he, he told me that. Um, I guess I would say that if Dan were here, I'm sure he'd be asking us all, "What are your favourite uh, books featuring characters that switch gender indiscriminately um, of all time?" And then provide a list of his own. Uh, and I think in his honour. Uh, that's what we should do. What is your favourite list of books of characters that shift gender? Freaky Friday. That's not really free. That's not really shifting gender, though, is it? Oh, I think it is. They Freaky swap Friday ages. Two, they did. Freaky Friday two. What oh, yeah. that? So this is Freaky Friday. Which version? Two. <laughs> Who is in two? Uh, you, McGregor. <laughs> yeah. And Duncan Bannatyne. And they switch genders. <laughs> yeah, but don't compare time as black woman. So they both switch genders. They actually switch bodies with each other. They both become women. He was doing her white chicks. Okay. <laughs> reverse white chicks. A reverse white chicks. So that would be basically becoming a black man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's then, not really gender. As a black then. man, yeah, he dressed up as a woman. He did a white chick. <laughs> So, Freaky Friday 2 is a story of how Ewan McGregor and Duncan Bannatyne both magically wake up one day to discover they're black men and immediately upon finding they're black men become white women dress up as white women yeah that's what happened it's a great film it was directed by Paul Thomas Anderson can you go into more detail about this film I don't think I've ever seen this film before I don't know uh, who else is in this film uh, it's just them <laughs> Two accents in a room. It's in a white, white. So there's no, room. there's no other characters. It's just Duncan Bannatyne and Ian McGregor, uh, who in the first opening minutes put on blackface, and then put on white face over the blackface and the dress. Yeah. Okay. Have we got a clip from that? Have we got a clip uh, for us today? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Roll that. Roll that beautiful footage. Roll that footage. Oh, I, I put the black face on. <laughs> Why aren't you seeing anything, you and McGregor? 
Well, okay, if you're not going to say anything, I'll black you up as well. And that's, that's how it opens. Very one-sided there. Was that just Duncan Bannatyne? Um... Well, Hugh McGregor's got no lines. <laughs> that was still in the film. Also refers to... <laughs> it was also... also, um, unexpectedly, they, they play themselves in this film, apparently. It's, it's just experimental, Master. Really experimental. Really experimental, seeing... I, I, you would have thought that they, neither of them would want their actual names used since they're blacked up like that. Well, they don't. It's only true fans of the film that know it's them. <laughs> what a great film, Freaky Friday too. Can we? Where is that available? Is it available in streaming oh, it's cinemas now? <laughs> so go catch it. Go catch catch the the it's a good one. Freak. It's really good. Catch catch that Freaky Friday flavor. Um. So that's your number one in the list of gender switch. Uh books or works of art um i i mean i i would have gone for something like, i don't know maybe something like uh hedwig and the angry inch maybe or uh it's a boy girl thing it's a boy girl thing that's a classic one i like your name the anime thing oh yeah 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 i like uh call me by your name which is about like uh the anime film um army hammer has sex with it um and i i, I can't think of any other gender switch uh Comedies, really. Oh, Victor Victoria. Victor Victoria. There's not that many of them, I guess, right? It's still a bit of a taboo subject, which is all the more fascinating that Virginia Woolf wrote this in 1928. Let's have a think about the timing of this book. 1928, we're talking about uh, post First World War, pre Second World War. We're kind of in the sweet spot between two wars, kind of like the taint of like uh, the 20th century um because it taint quite world war one and it taint quite world war two boom boom which war is the arsehole and which war is the penis okay so i would go for world war two being the arsehole because that was fucked up some really nasty things happened yeah i reckon um and obviously world war one is the penis the balls rather the balls uh the uh crimea is the shaft and the Boer war is the glands Oh great! I broke it down for Thanks you. Thanks for clearing that up. Jack, no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Big I'm one, mate. Trying to be, trying to be useful, trying to be helpful here and knowledgeable. <laughs> what do you think this book has to say about its times? What was Virginia Woolf trying to, I guess, uh, vocalize um, from her experiences of being a woman in 1928? I guess she was trying to expose the the absurdity of gender roles even before this all this. Uh, was happening in uh, the in the, the the sort of world, you know? She sort of figured it out, I guess. So wait, she is exposing how ridiculous it is to be a woman or how ridiculous it is to be a man or the fact that we have those names anyway. Well highlighting I guess that we're all just playing a different character all the time. Although there's not actually much in between difference in between. So like, Okay, but playing a role. We're like actors of the world. Oh. It's really trippy, man. I need another kind of Red Bull. Okay. <laughs> um, that's an interesting interpretation. It's, uh, all the world's a stage and we are merely just players upon it. But, um, I mean, I guess I could go with that. Like, um, these are all pretty much oh, nice. arbitrary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, arbitrary roles that we, uh, that we all play uh, together. I mean... I mean, speaking as like a uh, from my personal experience, what did you uh, did you think that the workbook <laughs> is better when 
it's being written uh, when Orlando is a uh, a guy, or do you feel uh, Virginia Woolf kind of falls more uh, fluidly when she's writing about Orlando as a woman? What do you think? Is, which part of the book did you enjoy more? I like the bits where Orlando was a man because obviously men are better than women. What? Okay. Oh my That's god, I can't believe my lawyer would say something like that. Yeah. Is that an official statement from the Ebenezer household? This is not well, an official well, statement. Well, yes, that's, that's exactly how the Ebenezer family oh, feel. So who wears the trousers? Well, we, we're actually Men. both... Women wear... have to wear skirts, obviously. Okay, okay. Well, I do whatever she says. This we is very confusing. Yeah, this is oh, very confusing. Yeah, but she has great ideas. She's going to make me start a, start a donut kebab shop. A donut kebab shop. Donut kebab, right? Oh, sorry, a donut kebab. And it will be donuts. Donut kebabs. Donut kebabs. Krispy Kreme meets kebab. She's going to make you do this. You could have just called it Krispy Kreme meats. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I like donut kebab. You don't like donut kebab. German donut kebab. I wouldn't have it, but I like the sound of it. Okay. Is there a way to make the donut out of beef and the kebab out of beef? No, the kebab will be made from kid. Oh, okay, goat. not the uh, not number twos. You oh. can ask for that. Okay, it's on the menu. Okay, so you do have a number two on the menu. But it might and be it a weight. A oh, <laughs> only at least only at the very most two are available each day. Sometimes three. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Can't can wait. I have can I have your third number two? That'd be a great. Uh, where all the flavor resides. It's a real it? special. <laughs> I'm, right, on, I'm, on, I'm on a special oh, diet. You're getting grossed out. Uh, uh, I don't, I, well, now I'm evil. I don't like gross stuff. Why don't you like gross stuff? Now that I'm evil. Oh, um, okay. You're evil, so therefore you don't like gross stuff anymore. Well, yeah, that's one of, that's one of the reasons I oppose the queen. Because she's into gross stuff. Yeah, she really likes scatological humor. Ah, <laughs> oh, I really didn't see that. You don't need to refer to me as the queen. <laughs> She likes, because she's got so many corgis, you see. Yeah. She likes having them poo all in a big <laughs> Stonehenge-style circle. She she trained them to do that? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's all she does for all of her days. Can you imagine the first time she unveiled that trick? <laughs> Look what I've made the corgis do. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and then they just form a circle and poop <laughs> on command. Lenny, do you remember when she did it? When the, when the Prime Minister of Tajikistan came along? Oh, yeah, he loved it. He was very impressed. He did the Macarena when he found out. <laughs> what does she do with the poo afterwards? She just leaves it there. Interesting. She moves house and gets a new house. <laughs> Wait. Well, I guess it's her right. It's royal prerogative. If I was, if I was like, royal family, I'd probably do that. I'd just let my dogs shit in a circle and then move house. That's why Harry and uh, Meghan left the uh, royal fold. Yeah, because she started trying to get her family members to do what her corgis yeah, did. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now they head up the drop their pants, league. poop. Yeah. So I work for Prince Harry now. Really? Yeah, I'm sorry, I should have mentioned that. Earlier. Oh, so you've gone full anti queen by joining with um, Harry and Meghan? Yeah, yeah. Wow, this has been a real strange journey for you. You've killed your husband. You've you 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 were promoted the last time I spoke. Yeah, to I you. was the head beef eater. You were the head beef eater, and They're then trying to head hunt me back, but you know. This still want you back, <laughs> even though you've declared the fact that you're evil and you're against the queen. They still want you back. 
Yeah, they keep on sending me steaks in the mail. Oh wow, okay. But you, what? Do you eat them? Do you send them back? No, I, I'll throw them at, throw them at Ebenezer. Come round his house, throw them at him. <laughs> Is this a, what? He throws steaks at you. Oh, happy to oblige. <laughs> if I could be of help, though, any of my friends who need help with their their job transitions, then I'm happy to do so. I've forgotten what an amiable fellow you are. Ebenezer. Oh yeah, well you know, I need another kind of Red Bull though. Okay, all right, all right. More free plugs for Red Bull. Um, okay, well, g- going back to the book, I guess, um, even though we've you know, some very uh, interesting, uh, illuminating conversation here, um, what do you think Virginia Woolf has to say about the roles of women? Do you think she comes down on a... Uh, on Well, after reading the book, do you think men are better than women or women are better than men? Who wins in the end? Well, you know how I feel. I know, but like, do you feel that your uh, um, your perspective is won out by what you see in the book? Because from what I read in the book, uh, girl Orlando gets way more sex than boy Orlando. I think it seems like she she really has a good sense of like female empowerment in those days you know that's well it's well, like it's almost as if she see she see, thinks that there's perks of being a woman it might be the case you know what? like she she nearly makes a boy faint on a, on a boat when she shows her ankle oh that's right that's right um, well, it's actually in the book that i read it um that's actually true um it's in the book uh what's interesting about this is that when um orlando first becomes a uh woman it follows a period where uh he falls asleep for seven days and can't be woken up and then when he wakes up he realizes he's metamorphosed into a woman and he's absolutely she is absolutely fine with it it's like whatever still the same person carries on and it's not until that moment where she has stowed away on a ship and Part of her clothing comes a bit loose and gives oh, no. like the sailors a flash of ankle, and one of the sailors almost falls to his death, and that's when she realizes, "Hey, being a woman, that's just a change of gives you superpowers, it's, it's like superpowers." That's all it took. A little flash of ankle. You man. haven't seen our ankles, though. What Orlando's ankles? Yeah, um, no, it's true. It's a book. They didn't like Virginia Woolf did well, not draw. Copy, she drew the ankles. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she drew just the ankles. Okay. Yeah, every page of drawing an ankle. Wow. Gave she me was a like, bloody stonker, if you ask me. <laughs> so Virginia Woolf was the Quentin Tarantino of her day. Um, no, she's not a fake. She's not fucking disgusting. <laughs> okay. That oh, okay, you know That is disgusting. Whoever. That. Oh, my God. In many ways. Oh, dear. I, I agree with you. That's I agree with you. Awful. In many ways, oh, feet are the gorillas of the. Uh, Human leg, body. The leg world, yeah, yeah. The human body, thank you. The leg world. <laughs> that also works as well. And that's why I, I really love... I really, really love... Got um... my Red Bull! Oh. Let's fucking do this book! <laughs> that was unnecessary, but yeah. Okay, thank you. That's how he drinks every Red Bull. Imagine living with this guy. Well, you haven't lived with him yet. You only met him quite recently. We've we, we, we been living together for the last half an hour. Or, oh, or is it 50 minutes now? We it's have it's an absolute downs. nightmare. To be quite honest, it's an absolute nightmare. Wow, people do move fast these days. Um, I, I guess the question is, like, the sacrifices you're willing to make for each other as a couple Um, when it comes down to it. Like, if Alice fell into a pool and she wasn't able to get out, would you wait more than 35 minutes before to see if she could get out? And if Ebenezer said, Alice, stop 
stop using poo to brush your teeth or I'm going to suicide, would you consider not using poo to Like, I brush am your who teeth? I am. And right. if a man can't accept that, then yeah, he should just go suicide himself. Wow. And well, that's a gender role right there. Kill yourself. <laughs> well, that's not what we believe in in faking it. I'm going to point out. Um, we, we, we cherish and appreciate that everybody has the right to be who they want to be. Are you saying you don't agree with Alice? I don't agree with her uh, choice to uh, really, really... The, the hill that she chose to die upon, apparently, is brushing her teeth with feces. So, no, I can't really say that I understand this choice that she's made. Don't well, shame me. I'm not shaming like, you. Like kick-shaming yeah. my goddamn wife. So it's, it's yeah, a sex yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this isn't hygiene. This is a sex thing. Yes, everything is a sex thing. Oh, okay. Fair enough. The Red Bull. That's a, a sex, sex thing. thing. I'm trying to get rid of my teeth. Oh my god, he's rock hard. Oh. <laughs> always he's, rock hard. He's always rock hard as his teeth disintegrate. Oh. It's super hot. <laughs> okay, all right. This is... um, Wow, and I'm the weird one, apparently. Lily. Yeah, what do you want? Mate, I've got to ask you a question, just yeah, because I'm... I've got some plans for what I was going to do later on with the lads. We were going to go down Buckingham Palace, the old BP. I was wondering if anyone's taken up your old post. Oh, yeah, it's uh, Michael Manchester. Michael Manchester. <laughs> My old nemesis. <laughs> no way. It's the first time you've ever mentioned having a nemesis. Uh, well, buddy. previously we were on the same side. Okay. Oh, so he's he he's beef eater too? Yeah, of course he's a fucking beef eater. I thought only London has beef eaters. Yeah, well, he moved to London, like right, most people who right, right. live outside of London. I thought I thought beef eaters were born in Hamleys and um, raised to be beef eaters from an early age. He was, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he moved he, was... <laughs> he moved to London to be born in Hamleys. No, I think I think Chid, you got it all wrong. He he was uh, uh, a, a, a test tube baby. Was done by in vitro fertilization, and his dad was David Beckham. How does how does Ebenezer know so much about Michael Manchester? Oh, I did the operation myself. <laughs> yeah, you really, yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. He, so he this was is another. He was a beef eating birther for a little uh, while. Okay, that sounds like the something. Queen sent me away when I went, when I when I tried to clean up the poo. The corgi poo. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Right. That's. Wow. Well, you are 112 years old, uh, Ebenezer. So I, I don't understand why this is so confusing to you. No, it's just it's like very simple. It's it is a little bit. I'm just trying to get all these little strands of your life together. It's quite a convoluted life. Speaking of convoluted lives, uh, Orlando, uh, like this is. Well, I was going to ask you how believable do you find this book, but like, I feel look like who I'm talking to here. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, did you, what was the bit of the book that I mean, like I said, you must feel a lot of kinship with this outlandish um, character um, who's lived like several lifetimes and two genders. Um, was there any part of Orlando's experience that you found really chimed with your own? I think how much, how much she liked the sea. Yeah, you've never really mentioned it before, Lenny. I didn't really know you were a sea person. Because I've never seen the sea, you see. Yeah, you never seen the sea. Okay. I've never got to say I see the sea. Okay. And I liked how many times Orlando said, oh, I've seen the sea. So you found the fact that she saw the sea and that you haven't seen the sea, that's where you connected. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I see. Okay, all right. Like you, you yeah. like that uh, film and book about dragons, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Aragon, yeah. Your, your favourite book. 
Oh no no no! I was like, ha- uh, no 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 no! That's not the one. It's the other dragon book. It's uh, Sp- the Spyro the Dragon novelization. No, it's not that one. It's not that one. It's um, what's it? Uh, what's Komodos it uh, in the wild. No, it's not that one. It's, what's it called? Godzilla. Godzilla. He's not a dragon. Uh, uh, RuPaul's Dragon Race. That was it. Oh yeah, yeah, RuPaul's Dragon Race. Yeah, I love that book. Uh, yeah, it's like that. You've never met a, a man called Ru. No, yeah, I haven't. You very. Very closely with it. I do connect very closely with um, RuPaul's Dragon Race, despite the fact that I've never met a person called Ru. Um, and Ru's always saying, like, it's me, Ru. Pleased to meet me. And I'm going, like, oh, I hope that happens to me one day. Why can't I be that me? Well, it's more about the emotions that you think it brings up. In <sighs> it makes me feel wistful. It makes me feel like staring into the distant horizon, like, with a slightly sad expression on my face yeah it's what I felt yeah and makes me look want to look out of a window with rain coming down it yeah not that no why not I hate rain rain's like the sea <laughs> yeah it's like the sea actually I didn't consider that yeah you didn't think about <laughs> it did you I rain now okay alright cool uh, what about Jim, you're very convincing thank today. you thank you Ebenezer how, how about you did you feel like you connected with Orlando's experience oh yeah totally what was the bit of the book that you connected with the most? I guess it was just sort of being in the background throughout while of these, all these empires and scenes and kings and queens cut, rise and fall. I mean, you know, I've had a bit of that myself. You Well, you, you've witnessed... You are basically this the third last Beatle. Uh, we've lost John. We've lost George. It's just you, Ringo and Paul. And you all... Headed towards the same place, really, aren't you? Yeah, we're going to go to Power League. <laughs> oh, is that where, where Beatles go after? Oh. oh, yeah. Do you have your own heaven? Do Beatles have their own heaven? We play five aside. Oh, we when we're when it's going well, it's poetry in motion. Mm, that it's wasn't the question I asked. Basically, uh... heaven. Who do you play okay. five aside against? Oh, comedians league. Ralph <laughs> Fielding's very good. Oh, wow, okay. But we only need three of us. I mean, we're old boys, but by God, can we get old? We all drink a lot of Red Bull before so we can run faster. <laughs> so, it's up, so I obviously take the car on the pitch with me. The car goes in goal. Are you allowed to do that? They let us because we're Beatles. Ah, oh, sure, it's true. People have got a lot of respect for Beatles, chin. It's true. There's only three of them left as well. I mean, we might as well like give them a slight advantage. What about advantage. The, the ghosts of John Lennon and uh, they come George up with Harrison? All the yeah. I forgot the name of George Harrison. They come up with all the charts on the sidelines. <laughs> What's the good chart that you've done? Well, I didn't do it. George did. Oh, right. What did they chant? Go, guys. Go <laughs> with. Go with the football match. <laughs> That's Surprisingly that's definitely a Beatles. Bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> I thought it would be more Beatly. Yeah, yeah well, well that's the thing is that they didn't really write much of the music, did they? So that was mostly my thing, and I find it difficult because I'm doing lots of like Ronaldinho tricks. <laughs> Everyone tells me I look like Ronaldinho when I play, like wow. young Ronaldinho, not the old one. Despite the fact you're 112 years old, I'm 112, but I don't look a day over 75. It's true, he's but arguably neither does Ronaldinho. Yeah, well, uh, well, you know. We're, we're very similar, me of Ronaldinho. In what way? We both tie our shoes at the same number of seconds. That's 
pretty specific. I have to take your word for it, I guess. Um, and that's it. That's the only way you're similar. We're both like toast. Hmm. Okay. And that's what people notice the first thing about you when you're in the street. Hey, you're like you, Ronaldinho. Yeah. You like toast, don't you? <laughs> no, you... Oh, wait. Did it take you 25 <laughs> seconds to tie your shoelaces? Oh, my God. That's a long time. That's a long time. That's, that's exactly what I said well, we when all... I met Ronaldinho. <laughs> but we also play exactly the same style of football. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. It, 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 no, it does make out. more sense. It does Why didn't sense. you become a football player? And... Oh, well... Well, I just didn't really want. I didn't like the winning and losing of it all. I felt guilty every well, time I won. There's also drawing involved, isn't there? Did you like drawing? Never really drew whenever I played. To be honest, I just won every time. It was too. It was. It was pretty easy. Like Ronaldo, he doesn't have shit on me. <laughs> so all the Ronalds, all the Ronalds. I don't like playing. I mean, football just makes me feel bad when I win. I have to say, I'm... What the floor with those little spunkers? I'm really out of my element. I don't know anything about football. Was a goal kick? That was a free kick. I don't... These I mean, words... scored in the net. These words mean nothing to me. I, I did a sliding tackle one time. <laughs> but went flying right into the top of the net. I have no idea what he's talking about. Um, did a diving save. But went flying at the top of the net. What, what your net? Literally gibberish. Their net... It was out of my goal. It was a penalty on my end. They kicked it so hard, it bounced off of my face, dived it off, and then it flew bloody over the other side of the pitch and into the goal. So you were playing in goal in this situation? Oh, you know, well, I count as five players. This is very granular. You said there were three of you and that the Red Bull car played in goal. <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm talking about 11 asides here, love. You're talking about what? This is where we played 11 aside. 11 aside, okay. <laughs> that was a regular football match. It still only makes, up to, makes it up to eight, right? No. But you, but you, you have six other players in your team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And Because you, you count as five. Yeah. What about the car? Is the car one of them? Yeah, the car's one of them. <laughs> so... Uh, you know guy. what? You know what? I was I was worried that uh, uh, we hadn't moved that far in Faking Lit from uh, the played out... Uh, timeline humor, but we found something new, and it's numbers of players on the football pitch humor, which uh, I think is pretty uh, fertile ground. That could be yeah, how many people to do it? Yeah, it still involves maths. We just need to sort of work out how many people are playing a game of football. But it's it's ripe. It's ripe for parody. Is what Ooh. I say. <laughs> but no, I don't know what I don't know how football works. I don't. I'm just so lost in the weeds of this conversation. I don't know what football is. You got a pair of gloves? Do you play football, Lenny. I used to, yeah. Well, I'm going to when I age backwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be I'll be the guy who invented football. I've been told. Oh wow! Freddy. Who told you? Um, the the seer. The seer. Yeah, there's a beef eater seer. Mm-hmm. She works for both the evil beef eaters and the good beef eaters. She has a show of interest. <laughs> no, she's like a neutral party. Okay, okay, fair very enough. good seer. Yeah, very good seer. Doesn't show her face. No, never shows her face. Never. She uh she ups as all the different races. You can't see her face. Hmm. She what's as what? what she what? ups. What does that mean? She puts makeup on so she looks like all the different oh, races. Right. Oh. oh, wait. Does she black up as well? Yeah, in every ups. Whoa, okay. Whoa, okay. God, I wonder what Duncan and Bannatyne and Ian McGregor are up to in that movie. Uh, 
Can you stick on that clip again? I always want to see where, where we got to in that movie. Hello! I'm now going to wake up! No, that's the end of that clip. Wow, okay. <laughs> it's, 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 it's actually kind of growing on me, it's this, this movie. It's pretty good, pretty Directed good. Directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. And the director of photography mm-hmm. was uh, James Corden. <laughs> really stretching his, like, uh, adding another <laughs> string to his bow there. Um, yeah, his bow's got 12 strings. That's amazing. Um, guitar. Um, <laughs> where was I? What was I saying? Oh, yeah, oh, football. Uh, I don't understand what football. I don't understand football. <laughs> um, we should move away from the football talk because I think we've Oh, well, everybody. good job bringing it back to football. But get it away from football. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying we're drawing a line. Prick. Over the football now. No, no. more football. No more uh, football. You know what, Chin? What? I've reached breaking point right now. How many Red Bulls have you had? I've had 12,000 Red Bulls. <laughs> oh my god, that can't be good for you. My blood is literally lightning. Whoa. Oh yeah. That doesn't make sense. That's I not how... Realized. It... <laughs> Red Bull gives you wings, doesn't electrify your blood. That's not how it works. That I'm is how s- it works. Oh, okay. Stand corrected. How do you know this? I work for Red Bull. Oh, God. Does everybody just have an extra job that they no, just no, don't tell me about? No, no, I'm their corporate lawyer. Oh, okay, okay. Fair enough, fair and enough. And that's why enough. Ebenezer's here today. That's why we're, we're representing, you know, he, he's been told he's had to mention Red Bull a certain amount of times. Right. On this podcast? Yeah. Right. Okay, okay. But he was just about to say he's realised something. So do you want to just let everybody know? I've realised I've been taken advantage of by the other Beatles. Oh, well, I'm glad you made this realisation, Ebenezer, because we were trying to make you see that, like, uh, over all those years where you were basically, you know, asked to be their driver, to drive them up to Buckingham Palace to receive their MBEs, and then you had to take on a job working for the Queen. Why did I do any of that stuff? I mean, maybe you're just a little bit of a... A pushover, Ebenezer. That's the nicest way I can put it, really. Well, not anymore. Oh my god, his eyes are glowing red! Is what I should have said when they asked me. Asked you what? Will you do something difficult for <laughs> us? I should I should have just I should have just not done it. And said pew 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 pew. No, oh, well, that's like shooting laser beams out of my fingers. Yeah, no, I, was, I well, <laughs> that's that would that's definitely an emphatic no. Um, there you go. There's another one. <laughs> Ebenezer, I'm gonna have to ask you to stop shooting laser beams out of your eyes because um, it's kind of destroying my roof. I'm actually shooting them out of my fingers. It looks like they're coming out of my eyes because I keep putting my finger <laughs> next to my eye. Well, wherever they're coming out of, could you could you uh, stop doing that? Stop stop shooting anything out of anywhere. It's Wait. It's am I gonna, Alice, mm-hmm. am I going to do what I've been told to be done like I've been doing for the rest of my life? Or am I finally going to rebel? You're going to keep doing what people tell you to do. Oh, okay, fine. Happy to oblige. Well, so much for that realisation. Uh... Wow, what what a journey um, we've been on today, folks. Uh, I don't feel like we've really covered much ground in um, old Orlando's story. Uh, I guess I would want to point out one, one final question to the group. 
what do we think about this resolution to uh orlando's story where she discovers that she well once she decides to live out the rest of her days as a woman she gets married to the improbably named marmaduke bonthrop schlemendibur uh, and um she also realizes that uh she might finish her poem the oak tree which she's been writing for 300 years so better be good um haiku as well. i mean sorry it's a haiku it is a 300 year long haiku i mean we never actually see what the the poem actually well, I know. is you know Virginia Woolf told me and it was, it was a haiku. and what was the haiku i don't know she never told me what it was okay she just <laughs> said there was a haiku okay all right um look I, I, I don't know, like, do you feel that like the ending of Orlando is a happy one? Uh, she seemingly gets everything that she wants. And what is the significance of that line that she says? Her last words in the book are, I believe... It's the goose, the wild goose. That's right. What she's does... been playing Goose Game. Untitled Goose Untitled Game. Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, she's been playing that. She's, she was a big fan of the game. Yeah, she's... that's why she's so happy. She's realised that she can just play Untitled Goose Game. That seems uh, seems plausible. I mean, the book ends in the stroke of midnight of October eleventh, nineteen twenty-eight. Don't think we had PlayStations or oh, Goose games. I was just joking. Okay, you. okay, no, 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 no. I, I, you know what, Lenny? You I always differ. Sucker punch there, didn't you, Chin? I did. I did. I, I, I did get taken in by that. I did think that. What, what it actually serious. means? Yeah. Is it remembers that she most enjoyed when she was a child? Yeah. Looking at a goose. Ah, okay. I definitely think that was it. I would have thought that is like in you know the uh, classic tradition of like liking things that you can't have, right? She should have said like, "I've never seen a goose." Does that make sense to you? No. Okay. Well, I tried. I tried <laughs> to make some sense out of that. Um. Uh. I. I don't know what the goose is meant to symbolize myself, but I've heard theories that... Uh, Where have you heard this? Well, I read this. I read this in um, some uh, uh, different journals of literary renown. Um, that Orlando was based upon um, one of Virginia uh, Woolf's <coughs> lovers. Ooh, are you all right there, Lenny? Yeah, oh, so I just just sneezed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Got a bit of a cold. I'm, I'm really sorry to well, hear that. Well, as I mentioned, I'm transitioning from being good to evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you transition from good to evil. You yeah. get a bit of the cold. Okay, that's all right. That's, that's, actually, being evil doesn't seem to affect you that much, to be fair. Well, I just changed my whole motivation in life. I know, but I'm not really seeing... You still seem like pretty much the same person to me. Yeah, it's true. Well, why would I be... Well, the real evil was inside of us all along, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's very true. I guess I never thought about it that way before. Does that mean that anybody can just become evil like that? Yeah, you have to eat you you have to eat the evil version of the food that you most eat. Oh, so I'd have to eat the evil version of ramen. Yeah, but I don't know what, what that would be. Mm, and Clint Eastwood have to eat the evil version of orangutan pussy. Whatever that is. Gorilla. Gorilla pussy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I oh, just thought about it. It makes me feel sick. Um what were you saying anyway? I was right, saying I, I was saying beforehand. Um we need to wrap up. <laughs> we are going to summarise our <laughs> thoughts. You're going you're gonna to tell us all your theory about the goose. <laughs> I'll have to tell you another time. <laughs> if you are interested in my theory of the goose, why don't you write in at podcast at gmail.com and title it 
Chin, what's up with the theory of the goose thing? And I'll let you know the secrets of the goose. But in the meantime, why don't you, everybody, go around the circle and summarize your thoughts on the book as well as give me, like, your notes as to how you would have improved this book. Could it have been improved? Who knows? It's a mystery. Possibly. Perhaps. Maybe. In the section we call notes. In the section we call notes. Boom. I'll edit that bit out. Hey. What are you going to give me credit for this song, too? You didn't write this song. Yes, I did. How did you write the song? I, I did this myself. Oh, well, I think you, if, you, I, if you go on YouTube, you can see a video of me in 1962 playing this song. Wait a second. I played it on the stage. Which, where, where, which section? Where, 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 where? At Old Chesterfield Park. I don't know about that. You'll be hearing from my lawyer. Alice, sick him. Get a law on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you've done it. You're going to have the, the book thrown at you. Mm, well, he's, he's regretting this now. Yeah. I, can't, I really can't have another lawsuit. I've had so I'm many. calling the police. Don't call the, po- the police. <laughs> Seems like a poor use of their resources. <laughs> Yeah, get them on the phone. Hello? Hello? It's police. Oh, hi, police. Um, Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, well, not great, actually. Oh, no, fuck, why? Um, so, basically... Um, are they there? I'm... Did they answer? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm at the... Okay. Um, I'm at this podcast recording. Oh, now. Yeah, and... Um, Basically, the guy who runs a podcast has got a song. No, that's yeah. a song. Yeah. We'll be straight away. Yeah, and um, yeah, basically, um, yeah, um, so oh, the song, no. yeah, so the no. song, yeah, no, and so the song, um, yeah, that they have on the podcast. So yeah, basically, oh, yeah. Um, the song is. What's wrong with this? Song? You see, very so, Yeah, basically, the thing is, um, the song itself is, um, yeah. So the song itself <laughs> is, um, it's copyrighted. Oh, um, yeah, they're they're breaching. Yeah, and my client. Um, yeah, I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Oh, um, okay, me too. Yeah, oh, good, good. Oh, I'm glad to be speaking to somebody with sense. I'm also a lawyer. Yeah. And, did you study? Uh, oh, um, I, I studied uh, law in um, London. Princeton. Oh, nice, nice. Yes. Yeah. I have a big book. Yeah, me too. How big is your book? Humongous. Mine is big, yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> basically... The um, my client, um, who's the fifth member of the Beatles, he uh, the thing is, he, Ebenezer? yeah, oh, Ebenezer, that's the one. I yeah. love that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, he's up. also my husband. Mm, shit, the bed. Get out of my face. I'm not in your face. I'm on the phone to you. I'm coming round. Where are you? I'm at Chin's house. Okay. <laughs> I will be there. Oh, 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 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you know, it's a it's a basement, but it's upstairs. <laughs> okay. So I get in the lift and go up to the basement. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. And I'll explain the rest when you get here. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm very slow. Okay then. I will be there in two weeks. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, go bye. Okay, bye-bye. I love you. Love you too. Bye. 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 No, you hang up. You put it down. No, you do it. When are they going to come? Two weeks. Uh, you put it down. No, you put it down. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, what was the name again? Two. No. Three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought of the book. Yeah, notes, everybody. Notes. Cool, cool, cool. Notes. <laughs> I think it would have been better. I already mentioned what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That you should have aged backwards. He. Oh yeah. But what I also thought it's planting and pale. I like it. Is it would have been great. Oh, it would have been so good if they'd shown more than ankles. It wasn't enough for me, you know. Yeah. So how did f- a bit of shin? Yeah, because I don't get to see a lot of ankles. Because you're Cause, a you beef know, eater. It's illegal. Except when you're a, a evil beef eater. You, you can have get, to have well, sex with as many people as possible. Yeah, you have to be aroused all the time, if you, yeah, I, you I assume. Um, wow, okay. So, a- more than ankles. You want a knee? Yeah, a bit of knee, maybe. Bit of knee. No more than that. I'm not crazy. Yeah, you're not You're not a pervert or anything like no. that. Yeah, no. Okay, all right. The opposite, though. So, you just... So, the changes you'd make is that she... Orlando ages backwards and shows a bit of knee. Yeah, and forwards as well. <laughs> okay, all right. And forwards as well. Yeah, yeah. Backwards and forwards. Yeah. Would you... It, oh, I'm surprised. It's actually well, a substantial change. You didn't do anything about the title. That's, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not interested in the yeah. title. The title's good. Um, thank you very much for your notes. Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, that? I did. I thought it was a good book, you know. It was a nice little bit of a fun. Fun? Yeah, that I is a good way to describe it. I would describe it as fun as well. Whenever right. I was reading, I'd just go, oh, I'm having so much fun right now. Oh, that's, that warms my heart to hear. I love hearing about people getting fun fun and stuff uh, during the Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun recently, you know. Despite the fact that you did murdered your run. husband. I mean, you did murder your husband. Yeah, well, no, I didn't murder him. It's not murder if they're trying to kill the queen, you know. Wow, okay. Alright, it, I guess It's some killing. Do you think you'd take him back now that he's a ghost? <laughs> now that you're evil? No, because he hid that he had a wife from me for 26 years and two kids. I'd go out of his wife. <laughs> so you've cuck him from beyond the grave yeah exactly yeah. Ah, fair enough fair enough thank you very much Lenny um, Ebenezer what do you think of Orlando and how would you have uh, improved it if you haven't improved well, it well I thought the ending was absolutely spiffing it was fantastic you know the way that she got together with a sea captain at the end which mm, was absolutely mm. brilliant it is a uh, unexpected turn up uh, turn of events um, I would say that uh, I didn't see it mm, he, she likes to see a lot. Made me, realize, made me realise how many more sea captains there could have been in the book. Oh, I see. I okay. wish everyone was a sea captain in the book. And then when they were on a boat, they would all just be looking at each other going, I'm the captain now. I'm the captain. No, I am. And then they'd be, all be wearing the same hat and they'd all be very confused. So it, you envision it great. more of a farcical aspect to the book? No. Serious. They would be seriously confused about who gets to be the captain because there because there wouldn't be any deck mates or anyone else. They would just be only captains. So your note would be that you want the book to end with not just one sea captain, but a multiplicity of sea captains all arguing about who is the captain now. 
You got it. Oh, it's not a bad ending. It's not a bad ending. I would have. Uh, I I think it kind of gets away and doesn't really summarize the themes of the novel as well as like. Orlando saying, "Oh look, a goose." Are you disagree with my note? <laughs> a little bit. You a little piece bit. of shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what you do? What? You know you'll get me off your back for getting a bloody you're stealing my notes song uh, that I played in 1962 in Old Chesterfield stage. Ah, uh, right. If you give me that swimming pool ladder you've got over there. Uh, yeah. Do I need to call the police? You better call well, it off. I think no, I think the police should still come to teach him a lesson. <laughs> I think, I think, okay, fair enough. Fair when enough. they come, they'll be here. I've they'll been, still hang around for a while. I've been rumbled. It's a fair cop. I did steal the swimming pool ladder. Here you go. Here's the swimming pool ladder. Finally, I can save Barbara. Alice, you dumped your goddamn bitch. <laughs> I'm out of here. Oh, this is great. I'm just going to put on my dungarees to get out the door. Yeah, he he was completely naked this entire podcast. I loved it. It was weird. Um, I was rock hard the whole time. I'll never forget you. Oh, I for- who are you? Oh, shit. Barbara, I'm coming! Well, bye, Ebenezer. Please please drop the lawsuit. Dro- drop the lawsuit, please. Um, I'll consider it. All right, as Alice. As long as you don't yeah. be mean to me on Twitter. <laughs> okay, all right, Alice. Um, mm-hmm. I I know this must be a bit of a difficult time for you right now, but what were your thoughts on Orlando? How would you have improved it? Um, I thought it was a fine book. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have improved it. The so the book that Orlando writes, um, in the book, mm-hmm. um, what I would really have liked is for Orlando to have eaten that book. Oh, okay. I see. I see where you're going with this. Yeah, uh, um, because you should eat your babies. But then that would mean Virginia Wolf would have to have eaten the book. Yes. So you're saying that Virginia Wolf... It would Wolf... have been a very good PR stunt. Oh, so like... Oh, bye, Ebenezer. Bye, Ebenezer, again. <laughs> bye, guys. I'm going to save my wife from the swimming pool. Give my love to Barbara. Kisses. Um, sorry, you were saying... Yeah, um... What was I saying? You were saying that she should eat the book. Yes, yes. And then as a good PR stunt, I would have liked to have seen Virginia Woolf also eat the book. And then, then I would have liked them to all clean their teeth with the poo. Wow, I was hoping it wouldn't come down to that, but... uh, I mean, what's that meant to say as well? Like, what? Virginia Woolf eats her book and then poos the book out and then she brushes her teeth with the book poo... What does that try? What are you trying to say with that? What does that even mean? Don't shame me. Okay, Tim. all right. Fine. Look, okay. Is it a maybe, sex thing? Is maybe it a sex when thing? I was in the magical library, I ate a book about poo. Okay. And maybe it's affected me slightly. You know, maybe all these magical books I've eaten, maybe they've just changed me. Was it a book about eating poo, or was it just a book about poo? I read everybody a lot of books. Poops. It was everybody poops. Yeah, but <laughs> and then I also read the Secret Life of Hitler. <laughs> the Secret Life of Hitler. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What's yes, that? This, the the sca- the scatology part. Oh, okay. They well, usually just called it the Poop Life of Hitler. I mean, <laughs> it's not really secretive. Like everybody knows that bit. Um, it, I, look, I'm not here to shame anybody, right? 
Well, you clearly I are. mean, no, no, no. I'm the last person who should be shaming anybody about anything. You know? I mean, I've been a... I've been a... I've been a... You know? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I can't. I can't. You know, he, he who lives in glass houses should throw... Uh, poop, uh, because it's it might turn someone on. Um, Me, exactly. Look, I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not judging you. I'm not shaming you. I think it's beautiful what you uh, you did, even Thank though it did you. result in the passing of Dan off. Oh, he'll be fine. I'll just start using toothpaste again. Okay, we alternate so that like um, you'll br- you one day, one day you'll be brushing your teeth. You'll come back to life. And the next mm-hmm. day you brush with poo, and then you'll die. Yeah, it's really great, actually. Whenever I need me time, I just brush my teeth with poo. And that's it. That's problem solved. You just got got a a place to yourself for a week. Yeah. I wish my life was that easy. I wish I could just magically brush my teeth with poo and solve my problems. (laughs) Do that if you want. Oh, you know what? I've never even tried. I'll give you permission. Thank you, Lenny. Uh, I'm going to go off and drop the kids off at the ball. And then put the kids in my mouth, if you know what I mean. Oh, Wink. I know what you mean. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So did you like this book, Alex? Yeah, I said I thought it was a fine book. Oh, I think we've got a unanimous decision. Because I'm about to say something, uh, a few words about Orlando myself. I thought this was a great book. I thought it was wonderful. Uh, it, it makes a lot of sense to me why um, Orlando has become a bit of a trans icon. Because, let's face it, it's a book which delves deeply into the male and female psyche. And if you're going to, it's not a competition. It's not a competition. But if you uh, ask me honestly, I think women are better than men. Sorry, Alice. We just have to agree to disagree on this one. You're so wrong. Women are better than men. Women, women, women. And that's a fact. You can take that home. I'm faking lit. It's coming out as pro-women. That's right. We don't care who whose feathers we ruffle. And you can, if you don't like it, switch off the podcast. Go away. We don't want you because we love women on this podcast. Um, so I give Orlando a 10 out of 10, a thumbs up, which means that Orlando makes it into the Hall of Fame. And that means I get to play this song again. Oh, I love this song. Oh my God. So good. My favourite song. Can you send me the link on Spotify? Um, I will send you the link to Spotify. On Spotify. I'll, I'll send you the video on YouTube. There's a music video to this as well. It's um, it's number one in um Saudi Arabia now. Oh no, wow! They yeah, yeah, absolutely. They, they love it. Oh, out really there, great taste. There. Thank you. Thank you very much. Not you. Oh. The Saudi Arabians. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't be having that song if it weren't for me and this show, anyway. So. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry exactly. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. God, yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. You should be. You should sorry. be. Should be. Sorry. You should be. Should be. God. You should be. Being sarcastic. You should be. You should be. I. I. I don't. It doesn't matter. It's all the same to me. It's Good. All the same to me. Okay. Fine. I'm glad. It's all the same to me. Fine. I'm glad. Let's stop this now. <laughs> I'm bored. I've got to go. I've got to go do evil business. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I've got to just go do business. Yes. Am I right, ladies? Same here. I've got some kids to drop off at the pool. If you know what I mean. I do. And then I'm gonna stuff that pool in my mouth i'll have a number two please <laughs> i'll have a number two in my mouth please <laughs> if you catch my drift the drift being poo <laughs> um 
We're about to end the show now. But before we go, before we go and end on that disgusting note, I want to end on a positive note. Um, we got a bit of fan mail um, recently. Um, this is a... I'm re- this has come really late because this was actually quite some time ago. I re- received this email. Uh, it was marked from a listener. Hi there. I just wanted to send you a quick message to tell you how much I love the podcast. It genuinely cracks me up. I started listening about a year ago in the UK and I've continued to do so here in Singapore, where I now live and work. And I do try to spread the word now and again. I've never sent a message like this before, but I just really wanted to share my appreciation. Hope you continue making more. Cheers. What a nice nice Nick. Nick. Thank you so much for that lovely, lovely email. It meant the world to me. Um, we're so glad. Is that... he single? Is he single? I don't know. Is is? I hope he likes hearing about poop in mouth because that was a heavy part of this episode. This oh week. yeah, it was. It was really heavy on this episode. Heavy on the poop stuff this week. Maybe we should maybe ease off next week. Um, nah. but uh, okay, May- never. <laughs> I just won't come back if we're not going to do it. <laughs> never. We quit. We all quit in solidarity. <laughs> For our right to keep making jokes about pooing in each other's mouths, okay? Wait, wait. I never said I wanted anyone to poo into my mouth. Oh, okay. That's fine. God, that's disgusting. That's fine. I know. It's like pooing in in other people pooing in my mouth is like the gorillas of the pooing in Uh, mouth. Yeah. yeah, It's gross. I have to fish it out of the toilet. So gross. I would poo directly onto a donut. (laughs) Oh, that that could be a business idea, actually. Donut kebabs number two <laughs> just an idea just an idea copyright funky guy life enterprises um thank you so much nick for sending in your email i'm really sorry for uh any disgust that you might have felt during this episode and we really do appreciate uh, everybody that writes in um does anybody have any self affirmations they want to share on today's podcast uh, if not, I just want to give a shout out to our beloved sister podcast, Position 6. Do you like Dota? Do you like poop and mouth? Check out Dota. It's got both those things. It's got a guy who talks about Dota whilst pooping in his mouth. Yeah, not other people's mouths, because that's disgusting. Yeah, he got ribs removed so he could poo in his own mouth. Exactly. He's like the prince of pooping in his own mouth. But um, I need to clean my teeth with toothpaste first before, because it's it's Dan who makes that podcast. Oh, that's right. So. What a hypocrite. So it, it's all right for him to poop in his own mouth, but when his girlfriend does it, oh, I'm going to go kill myself, I guess. Wow, what a hypocrite. Yeah, that's in fact, don't listen to Position 6. He's a poo hypocrite. I, I would I scrub that from the record until he gets right with us and s- believes that men and women are equal to poop in their own mouths. He's a poopercrit. He's a poopercrit. Um, and finish. And the end. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to this terrible episode <laughs> of Faking Lit. Hopefully you'll be back next week. If not, well, it's your game. Um, my name has been Shinty. Keep supporting your local bookstores and libraries. Do not poop in other people's mouths. It's gross. Bye-bye. I love you.